Hi, I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of creating in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymindel.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. Tony is offering 10% of all elective classes at AMAW Studios, like movement and dance, improv, and on-camera audition class just for podcast listeners. Just use the code in the moment when booking to receive 10% off your elective class. This week's episode may not be what you would expect from an interview between Tony and AMAW's movement and dance teacher, Christy Slager. They deep dive unpacking all things science and spirit, as well as our complex relationships with our bodies. This episode is surprising and invigorating. Hi, everyone. Welcome to In The Moment Podcast. I'm Anthony, and today's guest is the divine, the divine dancer. <laughs> are we the dancer or are we the dance? Ooh, I like life? You know, we can get into that in a little bit. I'm Ooh. here with the amazingly beautiful, talented Christy Slager. This Thank is where we push you. the button and... Oh. <laughs> Everyone I wish I me. had my own gadget controls that I could... <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? The steps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The door closing. One clap. <laughs> um, so and time for Halloween. Or maybe this is, will be posted after Halloween. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, Chrissy, yeah. speaking of Halloween, Chrissy just got done telling me she had part of a cadaver put in her mouth. I Ew. sure did. <laughs> I had to have gum replacement surgery. And yeah, we put, I didn't have enough gum tissue for them to graft it. Whoa. So my dentist was like, well, we can always do cadaver. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> I guess. Isn't that amazing though? Like what technology and modern science can do now it's like like you used to have to like take it from i yeah i think when i had gum surgery mine was from my mouth yes so whoa innovation it's wild yeah it's crazy i can't believe it so you have like less than point zero 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 one percent of another being in In my body yes someone who is no more i assume well we're all connected (laughs) i know you know and if you think about like from a molecular place like we share Mm. the same listen up listeners this is pretty intense like we have the same molecules in us from every being that's come before us you know what i mean so we're inhaling people's pain and Mm. love and victories and heartache and absolutely absolutely there's something i learned recently about something called the neutrino field which i'm not even sure how to define it but basically like when we're born you're doing a deep dive (laughs) neutrino field google (laughs) just to impress everyone with my big words um no it's that when we're born that like that it's like technically it's like stardust i mean that's a lighter way to put it but like when you're born the actual stardust that like you're like baptized into and how that has an effect on who you become and what actually it, what particles become part of you and all of that it's just Whoa. it's i think it's an ever evolving thing cosmic yeah it, well i mean yes i have read too that we aren't only we actually aren't even of this solar system and galaxy that millennia ago billions of millions yeah. of years ago yeah. Yeah. there was like i guess some sort of uh, atomic blast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and from some other solar system the atomic uh, sort of bedrock of everything stardust wise got blown into this oh my universe 
Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So we actually come from some other solar system. That's nuts. I know, that's it's crazy. Nuts. That's and how... think, what was before that? Like, oh, who I know. Was, yeah, it's just, right? you can... Jesus. And, then, and yet we sweat the small stuff. I like, know. I can't get my Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a sort of like, won't work. why I can't we service. remember that? You know what I mean? Why, why is it so hard for human beings to like... I'm only speaking for myself when I'm... Uh, listeners, when I'm... Because you're the only one. Yeah, well, I mean... Sorry. Well, because no, I use the like collective... This. We, but I don't want to like sound like I have it together because yeah. I don't. But I just yeah. mean like, why am I like still stuck with you know the minutia of yeah. things right in front of me when I'm like as I big know. as the cosmos? It's so that's so true. You know, I think that's just part of our like development, though. It's like our developmental growth as human beings is like kind of from this necessarily selfish. to survive being really to like you know I think letting go of that and learning that learning that broader perspective and that we are actually these divine beings that are connected to something much bigger that you know I think I don't know I think every being goes on a version of that journey in some way if they if they say yes to it right I think life's always kind of well, we must have because that. we're here. Yeah. Oh, Whether yeah. we're conscious of it or not. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Even people we, like, can't stand. Yes. Like, they also have yes. contracted to come here. You That's know what I mean? Work I, through their stuff. Yeah, I always have this thing I do when, I, when someone really bothers me, and I'm like... They're just another part of the whole. That's, that's right. One of, that's a part of me. That's right. Like, that's that a part exactly of me. exactly it. And it helps me, like, breathe a little and be like, okay, have a little more tolerance and, like, understanding. Even for people who, like, have, like, Zero. beliefs that I completely <laughs> disagree with and I get violently angry I about. Know, I and know. then I'm like, okay, but that, you know, one of the biggest acting lessons I actually learned that I loved was, like, that helped me sort of, oh, I can play any character, was, like... If I had grown up and born there with those parents in that city and those circumstances and that those socioeconomic, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, I would I would have done the same thing. I would yeah. have said the same thing. I would yeah. have been the same person. No, it's true. And that helps me. That always help, helped me to like step away from the judgment and be like, okay, well, that's interesting. How could I? How can I wrap my mind around that now when I feel like I'm so different? Yeah. Than that person. Well, I'm always marveling too at like, um, well, what you just said is is one example of it or also like if I had been born 20 years earlier Mm. or been born 20 years later I would maybe be a completely different you know my experiences would be I would maybe I wouldn't even be here maybe meaning teaching acting like you know what I mean like if I was born in the 50s let's say absolutely you know it's really fascinating well because especially the way you teach and what you teach is to me I feel like is so um it's like I was listening, you know, to your and Lindsay's podcast a little bit, and I was listening to how it's to like... To prepare what, you for this? Well, I just, you know, I want to do my homework a little yeah, bit. Okay. I'm a good girl. And I was like, no, I, I love listening to you. I, I love your, the little snippets you put on your, uh, the website, like all your teaching and all of that. I always learn something. And I, you know, you were saying how you were on the fringe in the beginning, like the way oh out gosh, fringe. Totally. Like who is this crazy guy yes. talking about no technique or yes. whatever, or being who you are, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I think it's almost like, you know, it's funny because you were saying like now we're all catching up to this authenticity thing and all of a sudden it's like cool to be authentic and to really know who you are. Isn't that crazy? And, but like, I feel like that's how things work is like you had this inspiration to... Mm, there's something deeper here. What are we yeah. saying? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, sort of, all the dominoes start 
going into that direction, it just turns into like a exponential, you know, universe. Well, I always feel like this evolution, right? Yes. Ascension yes. that we're having different conversations. Certainly more and more people are talking about creating like the way we talk at our schools yeah. now more so than 20 years ago when I started. So I'm seeing a consciousness shift. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And actors as well. You know, what's very timely yesterday, I uh, read this article or this Joaquin Phoenix, because it's mm. all the rage right now. I can't right? Joker. See it. Yeah, I yeah. saw it. It's, it's really incredible. Mm. But he was talking about how the first part of the interview, he was saying, you know, he never went to acting school. Mm-hmm. So I'm always mm-hmm. arguing, like, you, again, I'm so pro training to, as a tool to get to know who you are and to be more brave in expressing who you are, right? Yeah. But you don't necessarily need acting class right. if you have your own facility of doing it. Also, it's easy. Not easy for him to say, but he also learned by being on set and being around it at a very early age. So you learn it by being in some sort of school. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Like that was his school. Yes. But what he said is he went through a period where, you know, this idea of acting, like what's my character's motivation? Mm. He said that he used to think that that was like something that he had to play or figure out. And then he said, you know, now I realize like that's, I don't think he said it's a waste of time, but he said something like, it doesn't really, he's abandoned that mm. because our motivations as human beings are so complex and don't make any sense. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's true. And so again, to try to find a, a, a perfect linear sort of delineation of mm. one plus two equals three in my exploration of what it means to be human in acting doesn't measure up is kind of what he's saying. Wow. And then he goes on to talk about how he tried things at first, um, to play the role of Arthur, who is mm-hmm. like, you know, who he is before, before he becomes Joker. Joker. Yeah. And then <clears throat> after he, they shot Joker, he went back and looked at what he was doing with Arthur and he sees how he was kind of controlling it and kind of playing an idea of the character. Uh, so it's, again, it's kind of what we teach. Like, yeah. how do you, mm-hmm. I mean, I want to talk about what you do, Christy. Well, here. No, we just got, we just, that's how we, we just jumped well, in. It's all in the connected. Podcast. But yeah, it is connected. But like, we have these ideas of what's just like life. We have this idea of what we think our life is supposed to look like. And then we're very stringently sort of either we hold on very tightly to trying to make that happen yeah. much to our own suffering and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. disdain yeah. or you still have a vision, you still have an idea, but then you let the mystery of things unfold, do the work. Yeah. You know? Yes. yes. But that's also yes. speaks to dance. So Christy yes. is, you're an artist and an actor yourself. Yeah. But yeah. you also are like this movement. I don't want to just say dance, but you're also this movement I would teacher and expert and facilitator to help people mm-hmm. get in touch with their bodies. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. I, It's something I fell into. Oh, talk about yeah. flow. Okay. Talk about life. You know, not... I'm, I was, you know, over here trying to be that actor that was like controlling how things are... Where am I going? And this is my dream. And, and you know, I'd been out here for probably eight years at the time and I at the, the school I was at I had an acting teacher who was looking to start a movement dance program mm-hmm. and literally on instinct came up to me and was like I want you to teach it Wow! and I'd never taught anything <laughs> I didn't I did I you know it's funny people think my history just because I teach movement and dance is as, is a, as a dancer <laughs> but 
You're like, I, I can't dance. <laughs> I mean, I danced. I can dance, but like you know, I did. I trained through middle school and some of high school and like some of my earlier years than that. But I was never like on a track to be a professional dancer. I was never that person. Mm-hmm. I loved dance. I loved expressing myself that way. But to be honest, I got really intimidated by the dance world and how sort of exclusive it was. Mm-hmm. How this body, this look, this is who can dance uh-huh. and then everybody else, not so much. You yeah. know, it's very like... So you think the, you can dance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually love that show. Oh, but, okay. yeah. But, but no, but that world, I actually think that show has done amazing things for dance. But before that show, I feel like it was a very sort of vanilla, this is how you have you to look, uh-huh. this is how you do it. It, mm-hmm. was, it was a much smaller world when I was growing up and I got so turned off by it. So I left... The dance world probably when I was elitist, right? Very elite. Very in my experience. So I was around sixteen, I just stopped dancing. And I didn't I did not dance again until I came out here and she asked me to start teaching this movement class. And I and I so it was So you're like, what's this gonna look like? Well yeah, and it was something where it was funny, my life was you know, such a mess at the time that I was just like, Well, I can't mess anything up anymore then it's already messed up so I'll just what I'll is, just like, say what yes is, but what is a mess does, what is oh like, my god what is that I don't know if you believe in Saturn like. Returns oh, but I like do. oh I that was my, I was in it my new book I have one <gasps> one of the chapters is called Saturn Returns there you go. and it's all about yeah I was just completing it's that real right thing, so I think. 30 every 30 years yeah. right everything in your life that's that's not working for 29 you 29 and a half 20 technically and a half. yeah that's okay. right yeah lift rears its head and yes. it's either this is gonna I'm gonna keep this or this is gonna come crashing that's right to the change ground. it yeah yes so for me I mean it was everything with finances I had when everything with me showed up with my car I got my car repossessed Whoa. I I mean my okay. I had nowhere to live I was living on a friend's couch Whoa. there was just like a huge shift going on in my life and so at the time that like my like acting was the only thing that was consistent. And so when my teacher who, who I respected was like, you should teach this class. I just was like, okay, fine. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll say yes to this. Interesting that that happened yeah. during your Saturn return. Like, yeah. okay, listeners, if you're not yet 29 and a half, it's coming <laughs> it's for coming you. It's coming for you, buddy. <laughs> but it's a good that. thing. It's a it great is. thing. It's tumultuous when you're in it, but it's I actually have another one coming soon then because it's every... Every Jesus. 30, 29 years. Well, actually, maybe I already went no, through it. Did I go through it? What's 29 plus 29? Fi- 81. 58. Yeah. 58. Oh, God. Okay, I got some time. You got some time. Hang in there. You're not there yet. Oh, God, 58. Oh, God. That sounds scary. Okay. Yeah, um, but it's just a huge, it was a huge shift. Yeah. And so, so I started in my garage with five people Whoa. in January, and it was freezing. And... <laughs> Like my like, little cement. Oh my god! They were all like, floor. "What is okay. this?" In a little garage. And, and the teacher made them come, so it wasn't even like people were voluntarily right, right, right. there. Yeah, they had to do it. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then like two months later, I, there were like ten people, and then we moved to a dance studio that I was renting, and then yeah, and then ever since. Whoa. That's how that. Happened. Well, and you, and then you worked with some big people. Yeah, yeah, that came a little bit later, but at the t- well, at the time, you know, a lot of the students that I worked with in the beginning now have had are in pretty successful careers, and mm. it's because of me. <laughs> <laughs> you got them to move. <laughs> I'm totally yeah. joking, but yeah, so that's cool. And then yeah, I've had some. Did you work with Forrest Whitaker? I yeah. did. Yeah, okay. I've worked with him on like probably eight or so films. Wow. Uh-huh. Like, and, and it's to get him to find the physical. Yeah, you know he. Um, it was 
really on roles that were either tr- very transformational, uh-huh. where he had to go from like literally play a human being who's lived before, uh-huh. who he's uh, portraying, or right um, based on a bi- biography, yeah, right? an actual yeah, person, yeah, yeah. or um, like a, a character with severe, you know, a professional mm-hmm. musician or mm-hmm. a somebody who. Um, like a villain character, right, like right, right. like yeah. a lot, yeah. His past, yeah. And so. you would just like help him explore. You help actors explore finding yeah. themselves through the character in the physical. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is very physical. Like his stuff, you see this. Not this. It's the same. His physical exploration yeah. is very yeah. evident in his yeah. work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And those are the people too that we, you know, we we believe and we trust. And I think as an actor, you know, I, it's funny because I started teaching this class and then I started really learning Mm -hmm. what it was I was teaching Mm -hmm. as I was teaching it. You know, it's kind of like your students teach you and you teach them. Um, you know, really what I was learning was that, Oh, you know, so many actors start out in their heads, right? There so many humans are walking around in their heads and it's really, that we, we actually feel in our bodies. Mm-hmm. We feel everything in mm-hmm. our bodies, but we go into our heads so we don't have to feel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like we lift all of our energy up out of our body and we, we have it in our head and then we try to figure out how to act, how to mm. feel for this scene, how do I cry for the scene? And we, we're in our heads, but then we're separated from the actual experience of it, the sensory experience of it, which is the realness, mm-hmm. right? That we love in actors like Joaquin Phoenix and Forrest and all these amazing people. So... Yeah, getting people to trust that it's safe yeah, to be think, in their bodies is a big thing. Why do you think it's, I mean, it's our nature. You know, we're very, we're animal, so we're physical yeah. beings. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's so scary for people? What's your thought about that? Well, you know, I, it's funny, my, my journey led me to going into energy healing, energy medicine, and, and a lot of that work has really helped me to begin to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I think we avoid the body mostly because of, you know, it is the feeling place, right? And feeling place, feelings can be good, but that's also where a lot of pain is. Mm-hmm. And it's where our past trauma is stored as well, right? Like whether it's directly in our body or in your energetic field around your body. If I am walking around fully in my body and I haven't dealt with or been willing to or or able to sort of trust, like touching those wounds, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna freaking run away as far as I can, mm-hmm. which is up to my head. Mm-hmm. Disassociate. Yeah. yeah, it's like literally being numb from the waist down. I mean, so many, or excuse me, from the neck down. So many people I find, you know, first of all, just aren't even breathing and breathing. Like they breathe from the cent- you know, the middle of their chest up. Mm-hmm. And that is like your first sign that someone's not, you're mm-hmm. not in your body. You're yeah. not feeling what you're feeling. I could ask you what, what does your stomach feel like? And you have no idea. You'd have no <laughs> right, idea. Right. Because there's, there's not even or they're breath not going there. Or right. there's you no breath. Yeah. They are, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, we've all had, we've all gone through different traumatic experiences. They're necessary, I believe. I think, you know, some more than others, some more tragic than others, But you also can't judge, I don't think, your trauma. You can't compare it to someone else's Mm -hmm. trauma because Mm -hmm. we all also come in with different amounts of what we can tolerate and Mm -hmm. what what we've been through perhaps in previous lives, which is a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. So 
I think, you know, when we come into this body and this life and we have these things that happen to us, traumatic, traumatic emotional things, whether it's physical or emotional, which really are both the same mm-hmm. because we feel it in the body. Um, when we're not ready to deal with those feelings, so something happens to you when you're three years old and you don't have the resources to know how to process what happened to you, then your body will hold on to that for you, right? And so it holds on to you until you do have the resources to deal with it. And that's kind of when, oh, why is the shit hitting my fan and shit shit hitting the fan? I'm 25 years old. Why is my life falling apart? Why is nothing working for me anymore? That thing thing that's been working for me isn't working for me anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's usually like your body's trying to get your attention. Hey, come back and heal this thing Mm -hmm. that you never dealt with. So I think we avoid, we stay out away from those things until we're actually either forced to go deal with them because life sort of pulls those circumstances towards us or our, our, our magnetic field is like, hey, it's time to heal this and we pull the thing and we need mm-hmm. to heal that thing. Or, well, I was just yeah. going to say, Chrissy, if I could jump in. Like, Please. I also think what I'm comes sure. to mind is I think we think in terms of the body, mm-hmm. but the body is also like an energy field and so things are stored. So I think people get stuck on thinking like when we're talking about body work yeah. one level of it is the physical yeah. right because it's stored somewhere I guess yeah. but, but where is that it's like it's also like the mind like where is the mind the mind doesn't exist if it exists within right. our own being also our own being is contained within the universe so where the mind is not local you know right. what I mean so it's sort of like um it's the same thing like when we store trauma it's not like I store it in my left knee Although it could be represented in my left knee, but it's also represented in an energy field Absolutely. of all my experiences. Absolutely. And so I think the body stuff is, to me, so correlated also with, like, for me, most of the work that I'm doing with actors where they have maybe big blocks is around voice mm. and the body mm-hmm. of letting go. Mm. Because the letting go of that is, yeah. like... Terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. Well, also... But but then it's not because then it's the release and then it's the healing and catharsis and you find your power and you, yeah. but it is interesting how unconsciously yeah we subconsciously we're holding on oh totally you know what I mean absolutely like I think you know one theory is that really the body is the subconscious mind uh huh so all those sub, that subconscious programming mm-hmm. that. We have all those Who sort of that, core you know? beliefs. Was that young Dr. Or? Joe Dispenza, uh-huh. someone okay. who I study, he, uh-huh. he, he puts it that way. And I don't know that technically, like, is that really the subconscious mind? But really, when you think about the cellular memory, the, you know, ancestral memory, yeah. the, you know, we, we store that energy somewhere. And the body is sort of where the cocktail of chemicals and emotions get made that you know, keep repeating themselves over and over again from a, from a trauma that we have when something in our present, you know, wakes that back up. I didn't say that well. But it's well, basically like, yeah, this idea that your your subconscious mind is is always working and behind the scenes. And, you know, it's, it's that frustrating thing that when you're consciously, oh, I want to change this, habit or I want to change this way of thinking but then the subconscious mind overrides Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. so a lot I feel like a lot of sort of healing um 
and getting connected to the body as an actor is becoming is is allowing ourselves to fully embrace the wholeness of who we are and all of those traumas and all of those pieces we've broken off or that haven't been accepted or have been shamed or put in the basement. Um, I think having access to our bodies sometimes involves ha- like getting reconnected to um, healing mm-hmm. those traumas. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, something else that just came to mind, like, you know, mm-hmm. The power of, you know, the, what, what the number one healing medicine mm-hmm. in the world is the placebo, which is our own mind's ability to, like, heal itself, right? Exactly. And, you know, f- for all my listeners, I'm not saying, like, if you're suffering from some sort of major diagnosed disease that yeah. you shouldn't be seeking, you know, medical treatment. Totally. But, but there is so much science around the placebo effect. I was just listening to NPR or something yesterday that had a story about that, too, which That's was crazy. so mind-blowing, right? There was one, there was yeah. a guy who, this was, sorry, we're going off on tangent, but not really because yeah. I'm going to circle back. Yeah. There was a guy who had Parkinson's. Yeah. And he was given at the time, this was a few years ago, what they felt was this new breakthrough treatment, Mm. this cocktail treatment, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And he immediately was shown, like he was able, he wasn't able to walk. That's how bad it was, right? And then within like weeks, he was able to walk. He went like paragliding, like he resumed a normal life. Then the, the, the doctor who was running the controls, they found out that that actual drug that they had given him had no, it was not effective. So they at first thought they had found the breakthrough drug so for he, Parkinson's. So they told him So this. they told him that. Right. This is a trial drug. We want you to try it. This is going to change your life. But it was like a sugar pill. They didn't know it was a sugar oh pill. They thought they had finally found this chemical compound that was going to interact with the, whatever the chemical processes that create yes. Parkinson's. Yes. Cut to like two years later or whatever, they found out that that was a big disaster and that it was actually a placebo. Yes. The sad thing is I didn't hear how the story ended because by law, they then have to tell the patient. So they had to tell him. Oh, shoot. Crazy, right? I wonder what happened. So I don't know what happened. I don't remember why. I was, why did I not? I don't, I don't remember if they didn't just finish the, why they didn't tell us how it ended. Because (laughs) the guy posed, because the guy posed the interviewer posed the question. He's like, "Did you have to tell him?" And and the interviewer he was saying like, "Yes." The interviewee was saying, "We had to by law. You have to tell a patient if a drug is not effective or whatever." But anyway, um, but a that just kind of shows the power of the mind. But Absolutely. I was also thinking my own experience how we hold pain that is again. What's the word? Subconscious, unconscious. Um, when I was coming out or I hadn't come out yet when I was in college I was so grappling with being gay and not being okay with it I suffered from all this kind of back stuff and then I read this book um, Mind Over Back Pain by this doctor who basically said unless there's some sort of like you've cut your back vertebrae in half most back trauma again you have to yeah. take this based on your own injuries Absolutely. but like I had no injury it wasn't like I like Did had a skiing accident or, yeah. yeah okay just one day I woke up and I was like I can't move 
and my pain was so bad it, and it presented as all the symptoms of somebody who had hernia problem. And then, of course, I had x-rays and they all confirmed that I had herniated disc and blah, 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 blah. Oh, wow. And then in my own experience, I did the work that this doctor prescribed, which is all mental, psycho, emotional yep. being held in the body. Yes. And when I finally, like, sort of claimed my gayness, it went away. Oh, my. Isn't that interesting? It's really interesting. It's beautiful. So I guess the implications are, again, so which comes first? Like, is the emotional (laughs) thing in our mind that we then place in the body? You know what I mean? It's it's so fascinating. It's like, yeah, it's like our body isn't just this physical. It exists in a, it's a grid. Like our being is, like we started this whole podcast about the cosmos. Like, it's almost like you overlay you know, there's also theories about, sorry, we are going very existential, this <laughs> podcast, but mine usually do. But we also, like, you know, there is many different, there's the, the uh, like, the quantum, what theory? Again, I was just listening to, like, NPR or something that was, yeah. the multiverse theory, which yeah. is, like, you are having this experience as you in many different versions. Yes, you know absolutely, what I mean? absolutely. So we're, I'm experiencing myself Yes. Having... Basically any possibility you can imagine. It's right. It was about Schrodinger's cat. This guy has this new theory about Schrodinger's cat. And you know you know Schrodinger's no. cat. So Schrodinger's cat is... I did a lesson about this years ago. I was so fascinated with science. So Schrodinger's cat is this... Um, it's called superposition, which okay. is there's a cat in a box. Okay. And it has um, a vial of hydrochloric acid. Okay. And if you open the box, the cat is either dead from the hydrochloric acid being released in the box or alive. So, and the interesting thing is until you open the box to look and see if the cat has died or is still alive, it lives in both states. It lives in death and aliveness, Mm -hmm. if we can get our head around that. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that once we are observing, Mm -hmm. and this is what a lot of scientists say too, once you observe the experiment, that becomes your reality. Totally. The, the power of the observer. Yes. yes. So this guy, again, I was listening to Science Friday on NPR. I'm such a nerd. I love it. <laughs> Science Friday. And I wrote down the book. I don't have it here in front of me. I was like, I got to get that, but I probably won't get past page two because I'm not that smart. But he has, he's expounded the theory of Schrodinger's cat and about, he's like, it's not just one Schrodinger's cat in which we open up and then, so it's basically, we are experiencing our own life based on our own superposition. But he says okay. there are millions of Schrodinger's cats that we open the box to have the experience of. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It's almost like you can't wrap your mind around it because it's so big. It's so big. You can't. And that's the thing we're talking about is that like, why are we so concerned with like, you know, my Starbucks isn't hot enough. He, you know, my coffee is in another whatever. in another experience. <laughs> your Starbucks is correct. Exactly. You know, it's like perfectly like 105 <laughs> degrees. Exactly. But this actually gives me hope about like when I think about climate change or things like that. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm experiencing. We're experiencing one subjective reality right now that I'm not saying, you know, you all know that I'm always talking about climate change, but yeah. like that it's not real, but that what if we observe the possibility of solutions for it Absolutely. in another way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it does give me hope about the quantumness yeah. of starry. We really went off on yeah. a tangent, but this is all really it in it, a way, it, it, right? Like how do we stay connected to other possibilities of our own Yeah. possibility? Absolutely. Possibilities of possibility. Well, right. And if you think about it, if you bring it back to the body, you know, your body is, is a whole universe in and of in itself. itself. Yeah. 
right? And so, like, you know, if, if we're actors and we're learning, you know, I love how you teach really that, like, actors are learning themselves, right? Like, who am I really and how much of me can I share with, you know, can I give, can I open up to the world to, to reveal and to reveal the human condition and to be all the parts of me. And I think that is really the biggest gift we can give, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, exploring the universe of your own body and your own experience, body meaning, you know, the, the body of your, you know, experience, your past, your trauma, that electric. makes you, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of your, That's right. right? Yeah. And all of that is the gift you have to give. And I think sometimes, you know, we can get overwhelmed with like, well, what's special about me or what am I, you know, I need to be, you know, so-and-so who's like a movie star or so-and-so and, and we lose or the amazing adventure that it is and the incredible unique journey, um, of discovering and revealing and giving who we really are and our light. And, you know, that is a gift nobody else can give. That Mm -hmm. is your special one and only thing. And I find that like, I feel like the more that I work with, um, actors, I find the thing I'm most passionate about is, you know, not so anything external so much as like how much of you will you allow yourself mm-hmm. to be? Mm-hmm. Well, that's never ending. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, exactly. It's a universe. It's a universe. It is a universe. I, was just, I mean, again, this is such a spiritual conversation, but I also think about even like Western science doc- doctors who aren't, you know, who are really like textbook um, medical professionals. They even talk about like, you know, when a body dies, mm. you really see that, the spirit or the life force has left the body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, a lot of doctors talk about that. So what is what is the body then? Isn't yeah. just this husk of like yeah. you know what I mean? What is it like? That's you know a good I mean? question. You know, it's interesting. I, I go ahead. I, well, I was just gonna say. I think we so identify. We just like most things in life. Like again, how we started the podcast. We identify with just what's in front of us. I'm like hitting my body right now. You know what I mean? And then and in a really bizarro culture like. America in a way yeah. we're so obsessed then with not only just the physical in front of us but then the superficial physical like yes. our age and our weight yes. and how do we look and like the contours of the face and like do you know what I mean other cultures don't necessarily right. aren't obsessed with the physical representations of yeah. you know who is Christy right you know what I mean right who is Tony yeah yeah. You know, as you get older too, I realize that too. Like I see my skin and I'm like, okay, my skin is sagging and that's like a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And totally, I'm like, but, like but that's also not fucking me because the same Tony is still in there right. as when I didn't have, when I had supple skin. <laughs> when I had supple. <laughs> you know yes, what I mean? Yes, absolutely. So it's so trippy to be talking about it. I didn't even think, I was thinking, I was just working in the garden before Christy got here. I was like, I wonder what Christy and I are going to talk about. <laughs> How to damn. How to damn. But to no. make, okay, to do a really quick U-turn though. But why do you think we can come back to this? Yeah. What? But I think again, I think people get concerned about movement mm. because they think of it as dance, I know. and that if I'm not a good dancer, I know. Because I think everybody, y'all, should take Christy Slager's class oh, at our school yeah. because it really touches places within you to express as you yeah. your own emotional self-expression. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's freeing. Yeah, I mean that. But I think people think. Oh, I got to learn to dance. 
I know. And everybody's going to watch me dance. I know. And I can't do it perfectly. I know. There's a lot of shame around that, too. Like, anybody... Yeah. I think even I can't speak for dancers because I was never, like... I had a lot of shame around dancing, so I stopped dancing. Mm-hmm. My dad I'm was always... And I kind of regret it because I, I sang and I acted, obviously, and... I did not, I took dance classes, but I always kind of felt like I, I learned late. Yeah. And my dad had told me early on, Tony, you should be dancing. Mm. But I always felt like dancers were queer. Mm. So yeah. I didn't want to do it. I already was queer enough. <laughs> I was like, why add, I'm going to have the trifecta. <laughs> I had that. Yeah, I, I can sing, dance, and act. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, well, Jesus, I know at least if I pretend I, yeah. I, I can't dance and I'm a little bit more hetero. Oh, but I now know. I regret it because, mm. well, whatever. I don't. I don't because my life has unfolded as it should. Mm. But isn't that interesting? The stigma we place on movement. Oh gosh, yeah. I, I mean, I would say that's the number one sort of obstacle to getting people in the room. I mean, I'm always just so proud of people for even Who show showing up. up. Yeah. Because there, there, there's so much shame that is piled on us as we grow up <sighs> around, like we were yeah, talking yeah. about with body and how we should look and how we should, you know, move and all of those things. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, nor have I ever been interested in dance in the sense of technique or right. how it needs to look or right. creating whatever beautiful bullshit. Like I don't care. I've never cared. I the thing that is the most beautiful to me is to see someone move however their body moves mm-hmm. and like without restriction mm-hmm. free aban- like just abandon mm-hmm. and to to be to see someone do that mm-hmm. especially to go from being really restricted mm-hmm. to that to getting free yeah it's like not a dry eye in the room yeah. everyone <laughs> recognizes everyone doesn't it's not that everyone recognizes oh you know, that, that looks great. No, everyone recognizes, oh my God, freedom. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I want. That's what I could do. It's not, it's never about, oh, look at that beautiful pirouette. Like that, we don't even do that stuff. It's right, all right. really just, you know, can I allow myself to, my inner self, my inner being to be expressed through this body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we, I think to hit on your earlier point, it's that, you know, we do this thing you know, what is this body? What is this like, you know, is it just a meat suit? Is it just this thing that's carrying my spirit around? But the truth is, you know, I, I get uncomfortable. I get a little bit like riled up with that like idea because there's a lot of people who think that, especially very spiritual people, right. Who go to this place of like, Oh, it's just the body, you know, just where I'm going to fast for 70, 70 days. And you know, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to die anyway. Well, what the, why did you come to earth to be in a body? body. It's to be in a body. Literally you came from, from spirit. So now you're going to be in a body. Oh my God. You're so lucky. Why? There's gotta be a reason you're, you're in a body for us to be in a body that's actually evolves you Mm -hmm. or you just stay spirit. Yeah. I think there's lines of people of spirits waiting to To get get into into a body. body. Yeah. Because in a body is where you you physicalize all the things that spirit doesn't actually get to experience except for in a body. That's right. Which is making love. Right. Which is hugging someone. Eating food. Eating food. Climbing up a mountain. Engaging with nature. That's right. Like these things that we just don't, we just like, we want to be like, there's two things. Either my body has to be perfect and I look like everybody else and I'm a model. Or bodies are not, you don't need a body. Right, right. I'm not my body. Yeah. And and neither of those are healthy in my mind. Yeah. I, we're in a body for a reason. And yeah. I think, I honestly think we very much underestimate 
the messages of the body, the wisdom of the body. It's it's mind, body, spirit, and I think the body has just as much to give mm-hmm. as the spirit mm-hmm. and as the mind. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the I think it's the thing that we've put at the bottom mm. of that pyramid, and I think it's equal. Well, yeah. Also, like yeah. you know, I think, and why do we incarnate as a body as opposed to a rock? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes. Which is another body form Absolutely. because it is changing. Yeah, but it's it is interesting that that this is. It is a trifecta, right? Absolutely. And I think... The trinity. It is, yeah. Yeah. And um, the more I sort of learn and and learn to sort of tune in to the body, you know, when we do have pain, like your back pain, pain is your body's way of saying, hey, come look at me. Yeah. Come look at this. Pay attention. Pay attention. Also, I think it's interesting too, to me, it's so spiritual seeing the body in motion. Like when I, Mm -hmm. as an athlete, like if Mm -hmm. I watch, you know, feats of... Oh. physical prowess yes yes like the track of the world track and field championships just happened and when somebody runs so fast like i was crying like i cried yes. a lot i'm like, like oh my chills. god i'm yeah. like getting chills as you're talking I'm like, about oh it. my god and then also like my body can't really do that anymore right. and so it's really connected with a lot of stuff which Absolutely. is beautiful and reverent and like you know what i mean yeah yeah because the body also it forces us to deal with being mortal yeah also right yeah. this idea yeah. of like oh i'm not as young as i used to be oh i have these wrinkles now oh i have this it also gives it's like oh my time here is temporary yeah right and and but that's what makes life precious is yeah. that it does end that's right otherwise, well the value of right otherwise what 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 would it be right what right there's no like there's the dichotomy of There's life. No, right. If you don't know joy, or if you don't know pain, how do you know joy, right? Exactly. We need the yin death, and yang. Yeah. You know but you know, something else yeah. just popped into my head too, Chrissy, because it's so interesting, speaking of the body, like, mm. also we're so mean to our bodies. We like, I was so thinking yesterday, mean. I have a boyfriend now, How and Wong, whoop, whoop, shout out to Mr. How and Wong. He's got a hot body. He does. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh my god yeah. we're gonna have to at how and wong anyway we are. um where was i okay so but the other day the last two days if, if you saw my instagram story i was battling this cake i had this leftover cake oh. okay and but here's see this one's such a cool i think my podcasts are really cool i have to say because they're every guest is so different yeah and like the things that we talk about are so unexpected I love that. And, totally but i was posting about so my sister-in-law got a big huge um promotion at mm. she's works for a really big entertainment company and she's basically the president okay wow. so Howan and I got them a cake on Sunday and of course we didn't eat it all so they gave us the cake and now Howan hasn't been here so that means I have the cake <laughs> and mind you people this isn't just one cake my niece put it aptly it's it's um uh a, what do you call it? a cr- not a crust cake but, um layer cake? yeah but like a oh. but like when you have like Mm, oh god what's it called like I was explaining this yesterday to somebody uh, flakes like but not flake what is it called like when you're having a croissant or something oh like, like a pastry, pastry. Like a, okay yes, so yes. it's a pastry okay. cake what okay wait it's that a exists? pastry cake yes oh, no. with custard oh, and no. fruit but then once we cut into it it also has angel cake in it angel food cake and the bottom layer is all hard chocolate so my niece my 10 year old niece was like this is actually four four cakes in one yeah and a candy so, bar on yeah. the bottom <laughs> <laughs> so not only was I subjected to having leftover one cake, I've actually have four cakes in one. So sorry, this is a long so fucking nice. ass cake story. But 
So, of course, I'm going to eat it. And then I went to war with it because I've been feeling like I've been getting a little chubby because I have a boyfriend. I'm not blaming Hao and Wong. But, you like, love, we eat pizza. Uh-huh, you want to eat cozy. Yeah, yeah like, fun. okay. But then I'm really mad at my body mm. for eating See what I'm saying? Yes. So these, this is the complexity of it. Again, it's not just the body, but the body is sometimes the receptacle for our anger and oh, our, 100%. you know, I was talking last night about my feelings. Like I was yeah. putting my feelings into eating the cake, yeah. but then my poor little body. And then we blame our body yes. when it wasn't even the body's Fatty, idea. Fatty, you're fat right? or you're like gross or like. You, know you need to go work out. Yeah, you exactly. That's right. Yeah. It's like, it's so complex. And of course, again, I, uh, it's mind, body, spirit, right? Like my spirit was like, hell yeah, this is really good cake. <laughs> totally. <laughs> cake and one. <laughs> I know. You know, and, I, and, then, and then the mind, you know, is shaming, is shaming the body. And it's funny, you know, I, I, you know, I had a whole bout with eating disorders from like age 13 to like I think 25. everybody does at some level. Probably to some level. You know level. what I mean? I, you know. I'm sure. Being, even just having Raise your hand, life. listeners, if you are driving or like, yes, if yes. you've had an issue. Yeah. Because okay. food is one of the places where addiction plays yeah. out, especially yeah, yeah. if you're not going to be a hard drug addict. Yeah. That's another or way. Sex to, addict, or sex yeah, addict. Or like booze. Or everyone's like an addict of something, something, right? So like food was definitely mine. And and really what what I did realize is that, wow, this is just the way, this is such a an excuse that I use to beat myself up. Really, it's a way just for me to externalize all of the terrible ways that I Think, think about, about yourself, myself feel and about all of those yourself. thoughts, yeah. you know, that yeah. are mm-hmm. lies. And, you know, I loved, gosh, I read the, is it the Four Agreements, uh-huh. um, where he talk, I think it's, that, no, it's not. It's his other book. What's that author? Uh, Ruiz. Ruiz. Um, Miguel. Uh, Miguel Ruiz something or Ruiz. Something. Yes, yes. He, um, it's his book on love and he talks about, uh, I, I cried when I read this chapter, but it's about the body and he, he talks about how your body worships you. You are its God. And every cell, every organ, every piece of your body worships you and it will do anything you ask. Mm-hmm. Even if it means it breaks its leg. Mm-hmm. If you tell it to jump, it will. It will. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. tell it to, to climb up that mountain again, it will. Mm-hmm. If you know, And it, like literally I could tear up just sit t- thinking about it. It's like, we have this, we call it an animal. But if it is, then, it, I mean, it is, but it's, it's like the most devoted pet. Of course. The most devoted. But we treat it like some old mule. You know what I mean? Like we a treat pack it like a mule, mule and like beat it up. And yeah. like I know it is making me really sad right it's now. It's really sad. Yeah. And, and it's amazing. You know, so much of my work has been to transform that my relationship with my body and the way I talk about it. Yeah. Well, it's also, again, like, you know, now that we're in the sort of the Me Too movement too, like yeah. also like sort of. Again, like the objectification of bodies mm-hmm. and the fetishizing of bodies sexually, mm-hmm. and like, and again, of course, bodies should be adored and you know, they're beautiful, yeah, they're beautiful, Absolutely. and like, you know, made love to. But it's also yeah. interesting how it can go to one extreme, you know what I mean? And then like yes. coveting the body, and yes. and you know what I mean? So it's, it's Ooh, like we're yes. either so cruel to it or we fetishize it in a way that also makes us lose sight of. Absolutely, the because complexity. it's objectified. Yeah, it's, it's objectified. Not, it's not a, yeah. a thing that's alive and has a, 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 a soul and has a... Well, and then again, it kept, again, I think all these things, I don't know, it's all great food for thought, but again, it's like if we're living in such a 
only a superficial reference culture yep. that we are only likable when we have an eight pack ab and we get lots of likes on, you know, I always joke like, yeah. and I don't have eight pack abs, so don't worry. Yeah. But like if I post, you know, something about climate change on Instagram, I get like, like, like five likes. But right. then if I post me with a globe without my shirt on <laughs> about climate change, <laughs> I get like a thousand likes. You there know what you I mean? I know. So it is so interesting. It Our, it I don't is. know. We have, a, we have kind of a dysfunctional relationship with our bodies, yeah. I think, very much as a culture. I think it's a very sort of... It's very Western. I think so, too. I mean, I think the it's rest of the world Western has been influenced thing. by America, mm-hmm. so it's starting to change as well. Yeah. But in other countries, it's not nearly so pronounced. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That sort of body dysmorphic yeah. relationship. And it's really... I think it's, it's a result of so many years of us sort of trying to be separate from our bodies uh-huh. yeah right like treating our bodies like they are lesser uh-huh. and that comes from a lot of western religions uh-huh. to be honest uh-huh. right sex is oh, bad food right. is bad anything you're indulging is bad everything of the flesh is well that's is right bad. you're of the flesh you're but you're not flesh. you're gonna ascend to like yeah. yeah and so we think we're beyond these ideas but really those ideas then separate us from our bodies uh-huh. and then make all the things about the body less and bad. Uh-huh. And so then we either objectify yeah, it yeah, yeah. or we diminish its needs and it doesn't, it shouldn't exist. Yeah. And it's like, and we need to heal our relationship with our bodies. That's right. And really part of my mission, honestly, is to elevate the body back to a holy temple. Uh-huh. Like that's what, that's what ancient scriptures really say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then there's all of this other BS around you know, the flesh is weak and all that Whoa, stuff. Oh yeah. That's so really, interesting. The body is a temple. The body is the temple of the soul. I mean, literally. literally. But you're totally right. I didn't even think about that because like, because, you know, I can only speak for myself. I'm like yeah. a recovering Catholic. Like, oh, you I'm know. recovering from the <laughs> yeah. so I get That's it. true. And so then mm-hmm. our own natural curiosity and, and appetite for, exploration becomes perverted in a way because we've yes. been taught we've been yeah we've been ashamed yeah so either we're yeah either we so, you withhold or you go in the other direction absolutely. and like become gluttonous you know what absolutely. i mean i'm using so what like it, but that's biblical true. terms but, but that's like, exactly it's true. true yeah it's true it's like if we're not allowed oh, if, if when so you're five years old and you, your body has you know you, it feels good to touch yourself and you're shamed and your hand smacked Right, so then Whoa, what is yeah. that message? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's an innocent yeah. urge yeah, from a yeah, five-year-old yeah. right. kid. Yeah. And then you shame that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the kid, I can't trust my body anymore. Yeah, yeah. So then what or if ty- that or that's not okay. the relationship? Yeah, that's like not okay. Yeah. Right. And that's the, that's the divorce where the being yeah. becomes, uh, can't trust my body. So therefore you start that separation uh-huh. and it just keeps happening. Whoa. It keeps continuing. Mm-hmm. And then we walk around these disembodied Dis- people and this is that's how right. we can hurt other people right. so easily. That's right. Because we're not in our bodies. That's right. It gets projected onto another person. Yep. The, the actual tactileness yes. of it. I can't do it my, to myself, but I can do it to you. Exactly. Uh-huh. Whoa. Or I don't so even, I'm not even in my body. Right. So, so when I totally hurt you, it doesn't that's really right, hurt That's right, it doesn't you. mean anything. Yeah. Again, that's like the objectification aspect of it. Yeah, that's right. It's so So it creates violence. It creates, yeah, it I violence. mean, so many things. Whoa. All the sexual issues, the violent yeah. issues. Uh, to me, Whoa. this is part of, this is why I feel honestly part of my calling or part of my mission is like to help elevate the body back to where it belongs yeah. as temple. And I think, you know, imagine, just imagine for a moment a world where everyone loves their body. 
Right. Like truly Whatever blessed. size it is. Whatever yeah, it looks like. Like, oh man, I'm so grateful yeah. for these legs that just got That's me. I'm right. so grateful that I can eat that whole meal and That's I right. digest it. I'm so, oh my God, I love how cozy it is to be in my skin. And That's I love right. that my freckles are like this and nobody else has that. Yeah. What, you know, All what if it. we did that? What yeah. if we talked to ourselves like that? Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. I wouldn't want to hurt you. Yeah. I wouldn't want to hurt... Who would, I, who would I want to smack yeah. if I'm being loving to my body and I know what that would be to, like to do that if mm. someone did that to me? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> I know. It's a big deal. Uh, it's true. We just touched our feet. We did. That's we have like a feet so touch. <laughs> we have a feet touch under <laughs> the table. But that's, like, but that's like so body right there. Like, you that's know your what body I mean? just oh wanting God. to connect. Okay. I wow. Know. Like, look, we've already talked for almost an hour. That's how wow. brave. See how fast it goes? It's so it insane. Like, but I, I, love hope that that, you, I love that you want to go deep. I mean, of course. I think I should change my podcast to like... like <laughs> totally you know, dives Spiritual, to the like, you know what I mean? Because they're all very spiritual. But it that's is. It's are. all spirit. But, and that's also in your teaching. And, well, acting is a spiritual calling. You 100%. know what I mean? Life I is think, a spiritual calling. I, I think that is what makes what you do so special and oh, so you. relevant and so always will evolve with the times because it's not an that's antiquated right. it's not, technique. You're right. It's people. Yes. It's people becoming that's who right. they are and it's, connecting more and more it's to always what's evolving present. to right now. That's right. Yeah. It's a very alive teaching. God yeah. bless. That is so true. It's not like some theory from 1901 right. you know what I mean that we're still regurgitating yeah, which could be fine absolutely for, there's great things we pull right. from those things but, but I'm probably more fine for that time yeah. than the aliveness of now but well yeah. Chrissy that was amazing I hope we didn't lose our audience at Schrodinger's cat <laughs> I, <laughs> I, they, was, I was riveted I hope point, they don't so. push pause <laughs> and then miss this amazing stuff oh, you said at the end oh, about our sort of disembodiment. Mm. Um, so, so yeah. listeners, I hope you find Chrissy Slager. Chrissy, where yeah. can they... Oh, I didn't do a speed round. First, tell oh. everybody where they can find you and then we'll do a really quick speed okay, round. Okay, great. You can find me on Instagram at christy.slager.salerno because I'm married now. Um, that's pretty much where everything is. Yes, or at AMAW Studios oh, yes. and you all need to just come check out yeah. her movement exploration. You Giant. don't have to be a, like a good... Hoofer. No, just, it's not about dancing. It's yes. about You can sit on the floor and just move your butt on the Absolutely. floor if you want. Don't worry about it. Come. I think you would find it really be inspiring, connect you to a greater wholeness of yeah. the body electric. And and if you want more information about that, just email us uh, at Jen, Jennifer at mm. AnthonyMichael.com. Yeah. I really highly advocate every actor listening to this should come take your class. I'm Thank serious. You. Yes. Thank you. And then, okay, speed round. Okay. What's something you can't do without... <gasps> oh, can't do without dark chocolate. Oh, I love it. Ah! I, I have some. I'll give you so something for me. No, true. it's so good. Okay. Um, uh, oh, gosh. What is my speed round? Who is the celebrity crush? You know the first person who popped in my head? Because I'm kind of... You don't have to qualify it. Uh, People always qualify this. Angelina Jolie. Well, okay. She's okay. okay good. Not? I don't know. I just oh felt like God. I need to qualify it. I don't know why. Okay, I'm not going to do it anymore. Because? Does that mean you're a lesbian? You know what I mean? No, it's but if like... I was on the Kinsey scale, I would be somewhere more... Oh. I'd be between hetero bisexual. Okay. I'm somewhere in there. I mean, sometimes, like, yeah, people, like, why not? Why not? I can have crushes. Women I are crushes gorgeous. Women. Yes. I mean, how? Can um, you not? Um... Uh, 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 oh gosh, I'm like drawing like. What's your favorite movie of all oh, time? Of all time, Braveheart. 
It's not oh, interesting. Oh, wow. I would not have pegged you for I know. I think it's my ancestry. I was going to say, you I are a red haired Irish clansman. Yeah, like the Scots, <laughs> the Irish, like I feel so connected Whoa. to that land, that whole okay. story. I'm I know not going to judge you. I'm silently Please judging don't. her. Please don't. I mean, okay. I like artsy films too and great I like whatever, movie, but, but I, I love it. They weren't good to the gays in that movie. Like, I think. Oh, what happened to the. Remember, like Mel Gibson, like one of the, like, one of the kings. Like oh, sons is gay. Oh, they throw him out the window. Oh my god, I take it back. Gay. I forgot. I mean, that was a different. That was like in the 20, 90s, yeah. but Sorry, guys, don't watch it. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> I my remember bad. there was even back then there was like a big brouhaha god, about like crazy. how the, because he was gay he was being and listen that is may, maybe well and good in terms of that's historically accurate. Gays were persecuted forever. Yeah. But I don't know if they needed to be accurate in a movie like that. No, maybe. they didn't. Especially you know I mean? like, no, it's just not good to yeah. remember. I think to do I that. remember it like kind of taking joy in mm. destroying the gay character. That's what I remember the controversy. Yeah, about. that's terrible. But I get what you're saying. No, I want to take it back. Okay. <laughs> now I want to take it Second back. Second movie. How about well, honestly, I think movie? that movie was really influential for me because I ended up going to Scotland and I ended up studying abroad there. And I think uh-huh. it actually had to do more with my ancestral, okay. like getting connected to my okay, ancestors. Wow. And that that's what I'm going to say anyway. Okay. But, I'm, but that Got really it. is what influenced me a lot. As far as my history. Uh-huh. But I would say... I mean, there's, God, there's so many lately. Um, man. That's another Scottish movie. No, I mean, there's so many that I love. What do I love? You know what I just watched again recently? That I was like, holy cow, this is the best. It's Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, yeah. Kramer versus Kramer was really good. Yeah. I just... No, they were really great. I loved that movie. Yeah, I can see that. And there's so many good movies. That's such a hard question. I know, for me. but I'm some some don't hold up, but that does hold up. And it's the beginning of Meryl Streep's career, and I just That's love right. watching her like be this. Yeah. Who the heck is this woman? Yeah. Kind of moment. Did you know in that moment when she was at the restaurant with Dustin Hoffman, he didn't. Nothing was planned and talked about, which I love. Mm. And when he, I didn't know that broke the bottle. Yes. Or, yeah, like on the table. That was now. Amazing. Meryl was not very happy about that. Apparently, I she's talked her. about that. It scared her. But yeah. I think nowadays she probably would be maybe more flow mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. But I love that that and they captured that, that take and they, yeah. that was the take they used. Just all in the moment, right? Wow. In the moment. What's how would you describe acting in one word? Reveal, revealing, revealing. And how would you describe love? Mm. Opening and allowing. Great. I always end it with, I describe love as this moment right now. Oh. It was really great, Christy. Thank Thank you you. so much. Audience, come please, come engage with Christy and her work. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. I appreciate it.